shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, you just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. What do you and your family do to have fun? Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creating young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Juan, and today's show is all about the activities that families enjoy together. Express Yourself is produced by Star Stop Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Most healthy families indulge in activities that bring them together, creating a closer bond. But what happens in families of celebrities and stars? Our What's Popping reporter, Kai Kelly, kicks off our show with the perils of a famous family member. Hi, Kai! Hello. So, obviously, we just mentioned, Youngju, you just mentioned that a lot of families, if you're a healthy family, you try to work together and you try to have a close bond. And so, when I was looking at this topic and I was thinking about it in relation to celebrities, I thought a really interesting idea is what if somebody in your family is really famous? A lot of times we hear about completely famous families like the Kardashians or the Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith with their two famous children. And we hear about a lot of them because they're all in the media. But then we also have a lot of celebrities who has who have one individual with many siblings who are famous. And I think a really interesting, very current example is Julia Roberts. And so she has for a long time had a very strained relationship with her sister. And this problem is really, it's it's important for celebrities and very common in celebrity familial relationships, but it's also really important as far as how it affects the relationships in families where one sibling is more successful than the other. I think that's a really interesting idea because it helps us give a sense of what a healthy family does. So, like I mentioned earlier, Julia Roberts' sister killed herself last week, and it was reportedly because she... Partly resented her very, very successful sibling. And so what had evidently occurred in the relationship that Julia Roberts was obviously more successful and that her younger sister battled addiction and had a how difficult it was to live in her shadow and how difficult it was to have somebody who was more wealthy, who had identity, who had really um, a lot of good things going for her while the younger sister feel like she had those things and so there's a really interesting comment by family therapist Dr. Rachel Sussman who says that a lot of times in celebrity relationships there's not more responsibilities of being a good sibling but the same issues of having money be a destructive force in familial relationships which I think is a really important idea that even if you're a celebrity and you're really famous, the obligations you have to your siblings are the same as if you're in an everyday family. Like to my little sister, if one of us becomes more or less successful than the other, the obligations remain the same, just as Julia Roberts evidently probably should have worked on that relationship a little bit more. 
Um, Dr. Jeff Gardner is another important doctor who was reporting on this issue, and he said that at times the star sibling becomes a meal ticket. At other times, this other sibling may become depressed, angry, drug or alcohol dependent, or very destructive in order to gain attention in the same way that the star sibling has that fame. And I think that's a really important issue because it's come up in the past for different reality TV show stars, different R&B singers, and because money in general can often be a huge source of fighting in relationships. Money for a lot of people equals power. And for a lot of times, that means that the one with the money seems to have control. And celebrities are a really easy medium to talk about this for. For example, Madonna's brother, Anthony, has repeatedly blasted her in the media for not being more supportive of her. him. Um, she said that she lives in her own world and that they don't love each other and that he has... Um, well, he lost his job and Madonna was not willing to help out. Um, but evidently, of course, the story is more import- more complicated than that. But the basic idea holds that there's a really interesting relationship that often occurs that we don't think about a lot. The downsides to fame as far as how it may affect the relationships with your family. And I'm sure Youngju has some comments on this, too. Yeah, no, I understand totally what you're saying. And I I often don't think about this because it seems that in the news, a lot of times the celebrities showcase independently from their family. So at times you don't really see how the siblings and how other people in their family are affected. But actually, one of my close friends, uh, her brother was going into the showbiz. So they had to uproot their whole entire family to move to California and dedicate a lot of their lives to his to support his acting career. And I know that she is grateful of being there now, but I remember in the beginning she was really unhappy because she had to leave everything behind for her brother. So it's a lot of commitment and dedication to be a sibling of someone famous. Right. And I think another important aspect that this kind of touches on is that there's always the balance of having, if you have a family with multiple children, there's a balance of who's the fa- the more loved sibling. And I think in celebrities, that's even more extreme or more yeah. exacerbated because that person is not only loved by one person of their family or maybe perceived to be loved more, but it's loved by the that person maybe loved. Like somebody like Angelina Jolie is loved by the entire world. Yeah. And so it's difficult. I think sometimes if you don't, we don't think about it a lot, but it does, it could create a strain in a close family bond. And I think an important part of having a family and having fun together is also being willing to talk about these things and to treat each other with respect no matter the financial or fame that that one person may be in sense. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I feel that a lot of times communication's not that great between families. And so it's really important to just sit down and talk to your family and make sure that everyone is being supported, even if it's not fame-wise, just in also regular families, just making sure that Like, if one person wants to do this, other people are coordinating themselves. And I know at times when my parents wanted to move to California as well for work and other opportunities, I wasn't really happy about that because I had planned my own life and all the things I wanted to do in high school. But after a while, I realized that it's important for me to give up some parts of my life for the benefit of family. Right, and I think that's a really 
um, an issue that we don't, it comes up in every family, I think, at some point or another, that at some time, and I know this has happened in my life before, where my sister wants to be doing something, I want to be doing something else, and I was raised by a single mother, so there's not that, if we both need rides to different places, we have to make a choice. And I think that idea is is kind of what the idea of the Madonna story and the Julia Roberts story both illustrate, but just in more extremes. That sometimes you can feel um, under the shadow or not as... Um, there can be an imbalance in the family relationship. And a really big part, like you talked about, is being willing to openly communicate about those issues and also make it clear that just because you have, if you have a sibling like Madonna who has mm-hmm. the resources to help her out, she also has to live her own life. And this, the, the younger sibling can enjoy the benefits of not living in the limelight because we've talked a lot in the past yeah. about the negative effects of mm-hmm. living in in fame and I think celebrities have to deal with that but they also have to deal with the repercussions that may come from being the one who knows all the rest of the celebrities and I think that's a really interesting perspective on a celebrity lifestyle yeah it's there's all I don't know a sidekick to every story and I watched a really great speech about this but how sidekicks are really important to our daily lives even if we don't take them into account and so at times when we're watching the TV and we're just seeing how gorgeous these people are we don't necessarily notice their families and their friends but all celebrities are people too as cliche right. as that sounds and I think so, what the the lesson is like how yeah. um how superficial certain <laughs> aspects of knowing other people can be, not with celebrities, but with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, uh, although there's this side of the story, there's also the other side, and I feel like that's also hard to have your whole family displayed on TV and the whole world watching how your family interacts. I feel like right. being a celebrity right. is not easy. Um, but do you have any personal of your own family that you'd like to share? <laughs> How you make balance uh, I, work? I think what the most important thing like we talked about is just expressing when you have those concerns and making it really clear when you feel like there's an imbalance and I think when you're willing to address it in an open manner then it's really um, easy to solve. Well, thank you, Kai, for this devastating yet fascinating look into the destructive rivalry yet possible and entitlement feelings of relatives and celebrities. You are listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio. During the break, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, be sure to check us out on Tumblr at BTSYARadio.tumblr.com. I'm Young Juan. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself. 
an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice. I'm Young Juon, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is family fun and activities. Hannah, our fashion forward reporter, is going to take a quick break from talking about fashion and is instead going to relate her experiences with family activities and vacations. Hi, Hannah. Hi. So, what are your experiences with family activities? Well, now um, I'm 18, and I've found over the years that family activities are really a great way to bond with your family. Um, My parents are actually divorced, so I do completely different things with my dad's side than on my mom's side. Um, My dad is actually from China. He came here when he was around 30, um, so he has a lot of, like, the Chinese culture really (laughs) still, like, rooted in him. Um, So often when we do things as a family, we incorporate a lot of the Chinese culture into the activity. And so what do you do specifically to incorporate that Chinese culture? Yeah, well, a lot of the time, um, actually recently for Chinese New Year, um, him, my dad and I and my brother went to San Francisco and tried, albeit somewhat unsuccessfully, (laughs) to watch the Chinese New Year parade. Um, It was really fun. The only problem was that there were thousands and thousands of people on the street so it was kind of hard to get a clear view but um we ended up walking to the fourth floor of the macy's in san francisco yeah it was crazy it was completely crowded all the windows were packed like all the people were packed up against the windows trying to watch the parade um and we yeah we got a bird's eye view but it was actually really cool because we could see the entire parade and it was just a great experience for us um because we don't really get out much as a family. And so it was a really great way to sort of celebrate our Chinese culture and also do, you know, a family activity. Um, the other thing that I do with my dad is, well, a lot of the times have really big family dinners because that's another super important part to the Chinese culture. Um, so a lot of the times I'll invite my friends and and my brother will invite his friends and we'll have huge dinners with our extended family. Um, sometimes there will be people there I just don't, I don't even know, but you know, part of that, part of the Chinese culture is, you know, you just sort of are very friendly to everyone and it's not, um, it's okay to, you know, share food with people that you've never met before. (laughs) Um, and so it's always very, very loud. Um, I know it's sort of a stereotype, but in my case, it's very true. Um, everything is really casual, you know, there's no dress code or anything. And it's actually a really funny juxtaposition to family gatherings with my mom's side. Um, it's very different. 
What is your mom's side like? Well, it, it's basically the opposite. Um, recently, we just went to uh, George Bernard Shaw's play in San Francisco. Um, or sometimes, yeah, it was actually <laughs> really great. Um, and then other times, you know, we'll go out to dinner with um, my mom, my brother, and I. Um, it's a lot more solitary, if that makes sense. It's sort of, it's just the opposite to my dad's side with really huge gatherings and loud noises. Um, on my mom's side, it's a lot more quiet, low key. Um, you'll never, you know, I'll never meet someone that I've never met before if we're <laughs> out to dinner or anything. It's yeah. So it's, it's really, really different. Um, not that one is better or worse, but yeah, those are the sorts of family gatherings that I'll do with my mom and dad. And what is your mom's background? My mom is from Michigan. She grew up in Michigan, and she is Caucasian. So um, I think specifically, I think she's Irish and Dutch <laughs> and Spanish. Um, I don't know if you wanted to know. Um, and so actually, it's interesting because she's Jewish, and but she was raised. Um, she was raised christian but then she um she's now jewish and so we'll actually have a lot of like friday night shabbat dinners or (laughs) we'll celebrate jewish holidays um i know it's kind of everyone always laughs because i have this really interesting like chinese culture but then i also am jewish so it's always this really mixed um (laughs) yeah it's always like kind of these but yeah with my mom's side um we'll do a lot of like jewish celebrations too uh and so, yeah, it's, it's, they're very different, but, again, they're both really rewarding. That is a really cool contrast. And what merit do you see in family activities? Well, although in the moment I may complain, you know, that I can't hang out with my friends or whatever, um, I've learned in the years, you know, especially recently with, like, sort of the realization that I'm going to college, that um, yeah. family activities are a really great way to bond with your family outside of the normal, you know, day-to-day routine. Um, by this, I mean that I think we all get so used to sort of these very quick and transient interactions with our family members that we take for granted being able to really connect with them. So, you know, I'll, a lot of the times just mumble, you know, bye to my mom when I'm <laughs> heading out of the door or like my brother, I'll just like kind of nod my head to him when he comes in the door from school Um But in the hustle and bustle of everything, you know, we always have so many things to do. I think a lot of the time we forget to take a break and cherish our families. And so, you know, with an activity like going out, um, going out to a play or having a big family dinner or, you know, lighting candles for Shabbat or whatever, (laughs) um, I think it's a really great way to not only, you know, celebrate whatever holiday, um, but it's also a good way to just stop, take a breath, and just really say thank you for all the people that are in your life. Um, And yeah, just being able, being around your family. And did anything in particular spark your sentimental view towards your family? Yeah, um, I think I mentioned this a little bit before, but it's definitely just sort of the realization that, you know, in a few months, um, I'll be leaving for college and I don't know if I'll be going out of state. Um, Definitely, I'm not going out of country, so (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know where I'm going to end up. Um, and so, you know, I distinctly remember when I was 13, my family and I, we went to Boston and we were walking in the subway and I would not walk. I refused to walk next to them because I thought I would. <laughs> was so I thought I was so cool um, and I refused to be associated with them. Um, but, you know, now as the older I get, sort of like the more I want to kind of hold on to the little, the the small family moments that, um, 
that I have left because I know that pretty soon, you know, the family dinners that I used to get really annoyed about or walking at the subway when I used to get annoyed about that, um, (laughs) those are things that I'm going to really miss. So that's sort of why I'm so sentimental about all this. I totally agree with you. Uh, Recently, my... My Saturdays have been booked completely. And when I have another odd Saturday here and there where I'm not doing anything, instead of making plans with friends or going out to see a movie, I always love to put my family first, even though it's a total change from my past behavior. And I feel like what you've been saying about college and just the realization that these like going out for dinner and going like spending a day with your mom in San Francisco these things aren't going to be so easy after you possibly move away so I've also been feeling that sentimental view yeah I totally agree it's hard because in high school I think well at least for me um, and I'm sure for you too it's like you're always Mm -hmm. wanting to sign up for all these things and try to get all these things done and do a million different activities Um, (laughs) and a lot of the times that comes at the of spending time with your family and if you're not you know if you do have a Saturday at least for me I would always you know book it with trying to hang out with a friend I hadn't yeah. seen in a while or yeah or you know going out to lunch with someone you haven't talked to in a while um and so you know maybe spending some time with your brother or just sitting and watching a movie with your family kind of gets thrown under the rug because it's not something you know spending two hours with your family isn't exactly something that um I think was ever a huge priority for me um but yeah. again realizing that just a little bit from now I can't I keep repeating it it keeps getting scarier and scarier every time I say it but um yeah but pretty soon from now you know it's well I'm not gonna have the opportunity to yeah sit and watch house of cards with my mom um on a Thursday night whatever that's just not gonna be an option um so yeah I just really try to enjoy the little time I have left and what are some family activities that you've done the past few months that really stuck with you yeah well um, it was my birthday. So my my family is weird. We all have winter birthdays, mm-hmm. uh, and so I've had you know it's been really fun. I've had a lot of um, birthday dinners for different people in my family, and so we've just gone we've gone out to dinner a lot, um, and we've had a lot of like sort of celebratory home cooked meals, um, and those are really nice because we a lot of the times we just sort of I don't know. I always eat dinner on the go and a lot of times we don't really have time to have a nice family dinner um but yeah but for though um but for all the family like the nice um birthday dinners we had it was nice because we got to either just sit out in a nice restaurant and sort of talk and relax or we'll sit at home and you know have a really nice dinner and everyone will sort of catch up and it's just it's uh it's been really fun yeah having all those dinners and I think we've all sort of realized that uh, maybe we can have more family dinners without an excuse of a birthday or whatever Yeah, that sounds like something really good to plan for the future. But it is time for us to go to break. But I'm happy you shared all the family sentiments and fun times you've had with your family with us, Hannah. I, too, feel like family gatherings are so important. And I love getting together with relatives that I rarely see since they live halfway across the world. But when we come back, Hart Main will be talking about father-son NFL drafts. Visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at btsya.tumblr.com. I'm Young Jill Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? 
Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, Kids Star Update. Here's Cole with Sports Rewind. My name is Cole Young from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and you are listening to Sports Rewind. In NBA news, Miami falls to the Bulls 88-85 in o- overtime. Miami is on a three-game losing streak, but they ended that streak against the Wizards, winning 99-90. If they would have lost, they would have not made it to the playoffs. It was a close one for the Heat. And also, Lakers defeat the Thunder 114-110, his third triple-double in that game. In college basketball news, Michigan takes a win over Indiana 84-80. In the Big Ten Tournament begins March 13th in Indianapolis. Number one, Michigan. Number two, Wisconsin. Number three, Michigan State. Number four, Nebraska. All earn first-round buys. And everyone is gearing up for March Madness, which begins March 16th. In NHL news, Detroit loses to the Rangers 0-3. Washington wins against Florida 5-2. My name is Colby Allen, and thank you for listening to Sports Rewind on the Kidstar Radio Network. You've been listening to Sports Rewind. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. 
Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan, and today's theme is family fun and activities. Our sports reporter, Hart Main, keeps tabs on families that go into the probes. Hart started Man Cans, a company that focuses on selling candles with scents that men like. All the candles are made inside a recycled soup can, and you can visit it at man-cans.com. Today, he'll share about players in the draft whose dads or other relatives are also in the NFL. Hi, Hart. Hey, thanks for having me on today. I'm pretty excited about this topic. Yeah, but I know practically nothing about football, so you'll need to give us a scoop. So how many players could follow their fathers on draft day and join the NFL? There are, well, there's several players that could be drafted that have had family in the NFL. Um, up to 20 players are registered for the draft that have had family members in the NFL in the past, whether it be uncles, fathers, grandfathers. Um, and then there are a minimum, most likely, of 15 players just from projections that have been out. Wow. Um, various experts. So quite a few family bloodlines run through the NFL. Yeah. And are there any multi-generational NFL families? There's one family especially, um, the Matthews family. They have a another player who could go in the top ten this year. Um, wow. Several family members already in the NFL. They've <laughs> actually had six generations, or not six generations, over six, de- six decades um, that they've had members of wow. that family. Do you think there's pressure in that family to produce athletes? Um, Definitely. Um, I know two brothers were both four years ago. Um, One of them plays for Green Bay now, and then um, his other brother was drafted a couple years ago. Um, But there was especially pressure between those two um, being brothers competing. But then I'm sure their cousin um, also faces a lot of Yeah, um, I have a friend whose whole family does running. Her brother goes to great school for a running scholarship. And although she doesn't really like running, her family pushes her to run. And I know that's not quite the same as being part of the NFL, but there is a lot of family pressure to excel at something a family's particularly good at. There, there is. There's, um, I know most of my family plays well. I guess this generation of me, my brother and sister, we played baseball, softball. Um, we tried to push my brother into baseball a couple of years ago. And he didn't really enjoy it, and so we let him out of that. But um, it's there's a lot of sibling rivalry, but then it's also, from the positive viewpoint, um, it's something that everybody could do together and relate to. Yeah. Do you guys support each other? Is it nice having other siblings who do the same things as you, or do you wish you guys all did separate things? I mean, it's 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 along the lines of some days it's fun. It's nice having them do <laughs> the same things, um, but then the other times it's really not. It's like the question: Do you like your siblings? Because sometimes you do, and then other days you don't want to be around them. Um, so I think it's definitely, it's good because they have most of the same problems, but then at the same time, it's really not because you want them to do something else. You want to be your own person. But yeah, um, I think I think being the oldest, they've 
followed me. That's when I went. <laughs> Yeah, I have another friend who is at a small college doing her own like political slash English studies, and her brother, who is three years older than her, he's a total like computer guy. So she tells me that there's not that much rivalry between them because they're so completely different. But at the same time, he can't really help her if she needs help with her other things. I think there. I, I know you've listed some examples, but I think there are a lot of good examples um, that are out there of families doing things together. Um, one very good example of this, especially in the sports world, um, would be the Harbaugh brothers, who we saw in the Super Bowl, um, just not this past Super Bowl, but year before. Um, they are both played against each other, one a year older than the other one. Um, both actually raised pretty close to where I live. Um, so I think they've I guess it that that'd be a unique family to be part of, um, from the whole standpoint of being involved in the same thing. Um, a lot of competitiveness, I'm sure, in that family. Yeah. Do you think it was hard to get along in their family? I know they're probably great friends now, but do you think it was a lot of competition and rivalry? I mean, I'm sure there was competition. There's I think that's in any family, um, and that's in my family, um, whether it be who's, I guess, who's going to grow, who's going to be the biggest, um, which you really can't control that, um, but yeah. there's, I think it's natural for siblings to compete, um, but when you introduce another aspect like that where you're involved in the same things, I think it creates that extra, or that extra competition but then I also think it brings it has the opportunity to bring families close together and how do you overcome that competitive feeling that you feel and how do you make sure your family's getting along well I think you have to set take time to set it aside um, do other things and you don't want that to be the only thing your family's involved in Yeah, which I'm sure both of those brothers coaching football, their dad being a former football coach, they have had that problem in the past. Um, but I'm sure that there's, you take time to set it aside. Um, I know we like to do things together that aren't quite as competitive. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm a very competitive person, so it bothers me. But at the same time, I recognize that it's good to take a step back from the competition and enjoy being around each other and not so much wanting to be better than the other person. Yeah, I totally, totally understand what you feel. Like for public speaking, for example, we had our huge state qualifying tournament and I made second alternate, which is a bit disappointing knowing that you're so close, but not close enough. But my nephew, or who I like to call my nephew, in our the same event that I do, he made it as a freshman and it was so amazing and really great for him. And I knew for a couple minutes, even a couple hours, I could not really be happy for him knowing that he was going and I wasn't. But after a while, I realized that it's really important for me, especially since I kind of look after him, to make sure that I do feel supportive of him and his endeavors, even if this time it didn't go well for me. And I think I think that's important um, in anything to I guess to appreciate and to congratulate somebody. Yeah. Um, because if you think about it, that 
whether it be the um, public speaking team or the cross country team or the football team, it's eventually everybody's going to be done with it and it's not going to be there any longer and you're going to have your family left. And if you hurt those relationships or you damage them in some way, well, it's over the competition, um, over the competitive aspect, then you're really, you're not doing yourself any favors and you're really not helping yourselves in the long run. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying because at the end of the day, it's not the football or it's not the winning that matters. It's about the friends and family that you have working together towards a common goal. And thank you so much, Hart, for sharing all this great info and relating family and football with all these different aspects of personal life. You are listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio. Check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around. We'll be back with Health with Henna. years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. We're talking about family activities and fun. Our Health with Henna reporter, Henna Hundal, has some interesting research on how much our families influence our health and happiness. Hi, Henna. Hi, how are you? Great. Hi, everyone. I'm Henna Hundal, and I'm thrilled to be talking with you today on my new segment, Health with Henna for Express Yourself. I'm an 11th grader from Turlock, California, with a mission to empower the new generation to lead active, healthy lives. I believe that if teenagers can get off on the right foot by making healthy lifestyle choices, then there's no telling what we'll be able to accomplish. It's no surprise that our families make a huge impact on our lives in so many ways. 
After all, our own lifestyle patterns and choices very often reflect those of our loved ones. And when it comes to health, this situation is no different. An Edelman Health Barometer from 2011 actually looked at the effect of our loved ones on our health by surveying over 15,000 people from 12 countries. 43% of the people who took the survey said that after themselves, their family and friends have the most bearing on how healthy of a life they live. 36% of survey respondents agreed that after themselves, their loved ones have the most impact on their nutrition habits. Now, think about this for a minute. This means that our loved ones could either be the most positively or the most negatively influencing force on the type of life we choose to live. So if we can get our families to embark on the healthy life journey with us, then the likelihood of us traveling on that good, healthy road is so much greater. So how can we get our loved ones to love being healthy? Make it fun. It truly doesn't take much to foster an appreciation for an an active, health-oriented lifestyle. Plant a garden, play a game of soccer, wash a car, do yard work, have random dance-offs. There really are many engaging and enjoyable ways to stay fit together as a family. So why not take advantage of them? The more the merrier when it comes to making health fun. It's also worth mentioning that the Edelman survey found that social interaction can be a critical factor in promoting healthy attitudes. So if you made it a point to maintain a good, healthy lifestyle, don't just assume that those around you will automatically follow your lead. You may have to open up a heart-to-heart dialogue with your friends and family about the joy of healthy living. If you can gently help your loved ones see the benefit of of joining you on this journey, then living the healthy life will become much more fun for everyone. Yeah, no, I don't really agree with what you're saying because when my friends and I started exercising or when my mom and I take walks together, it's so much easier than trying to motivate myself to do something. And I just love what you've been saying about motivating everyone around you to have fun together because as humans we're so social and being health oriented together is a lot easier. Oh for sure I totally agree I mean already I think we all tend to kind of look at health as something you know very strict and rigorous and disciplined but when you do it with a family it kind Mm -hmm. of breaks up that monotony a lot I think. And why are the survey results so significant? Well, this survey, I think, very clearly delineated, you know, in black and white, how much of an impact the people close to us can have on the type of life we live. I mean, I think it's something we kind of all know, but this really put it down in writing in black and white, that it's so critical to surround ourselves with people who are going to join us in this healthy living journey. And what are some examples of health-promoting activities that people can enjoy with their loved ones other than the ones you've mentioned so far? Oh, there are a bunch. You know, number one, you can enjoy family outings together. Maybe that could mean taking a walk to a local farmer's market and picking out all the wonderful, you know, vine-ripened produce together. Um, And then you can even have fun trying to cook the best delicious (laughs) but healthy meals at home, too. And, you know, dancing is great. Shooting basketball hoops outside is great. Swimming is really fun. You know, it really depends on what type of thing you're looking to do. But rest assured, there are so many ways you can have fun as a family and keep fit. Yeah, I feel like there are so many times when you're just kind of there wondering what you can do. And it's not really about what you do, but really the people around you and the 
attitude you have while doing it. Oh, definitely. And I think the survey really emphasized that even one more time that <laughs> it, it's so critical. It really is. And what do you think the adult's role is in promoting a health-oriented lifestyle for the family? Well, I think that adults need to be actively working to kind of give this notion of a health-oriented life to young people. I think adults should really be the example of how much good can come out of living a healthy life. So I think if you're an adult and you have a teenager or a kid in your life, I really hope that you'll kind of gently help them know the virtues of being healthy. The earlier on, the better. So is there anything that kids can do to promote that as well? Well, I think children should really take this time and opportunity to kind of ingrain the healthy life in their mind. Um, living healthy shouldn't just be a temporary thing that you do when you're growing up. You know, make it a habit. Make it a pattern. And now is the time to lay that good, healthy foundation that can last you a lifetime. And what do experts say about the value of fun and engaging activities in healthy families? Oh, more and more we're finding out that experts are really making the argument for fun, healthy family activities. There are two that I really do want to mention. Um, Meg Fox, a very prolific writer. She is the author of The Book of New Family Traditions, How to Create Great Rituals for Holidays and Every Day. And Dr. Lawrence Cohen is the author of Playful Parenting. And both of these experts have really highlighted the point that fun family activities can be beneficial for everyone. And going to a more personal example, what are some things that you and your family do in order to have fun? Well, we love to go on bike rides together. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have a little kind of dirt road near our home, and we love you know, going out, out on that on the weekends or even you know, after work and after school on weekdays. Um, and one thing we've actually been doing for quite a while now is maintaining a small little garden. Um, we've grown carrots, tomatoes, peppers, lemons, tangerines, you name it. <laughs> it's been great not only in that we get to, you know, get a bunch of fresh, wonderful fruits and vegetables, but we have a great deal of fun, you know, taking turns growing them. Has it been relatively easy for you to get your family to join in the healthy lifestyle with you? Well, I'm very grateful that my family has joined me in making health a priority, and I think the fact that I've been able to get my family to love the healthy life, just <laughs> like I love the healthy life, has really been a positive in terms of us all achieving more together. You know, I think my family recognized that, that if we all kind of do this together, we're in this mission together, it's going to be a lot better for everyone. But, you know, the challenging part can occasionally come in in the fact that everyone kind of has different personal <laughs> goals that they're aiming for, yeah. you know, related to their health. But I think you can overcome those by keeping in mind the big picture that you're really all living and loving the healthy life together. Yeah. And what kind of challenges were there that you had to overcome? It's really primarily kind of getting over that initial hump of why should we all <laughs> be doing this, you know? <laughs> I mean, with the influences of fast food ad advertisements and yeah. you know, junk food advertisements and just everywhere you go, that, that kind of influence, it's inescapable nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I think us all kind of breaking out of that was the first main challenge. And then along the way, we've had others in terms of kind of consolidating on what we're going to do. Um, but I think, you know, again, keeping in mind that big picture that we're all in this together, we're all in this health healthy lifestyle and journey together is really important.
Yeah, I was walking. I to mock trial we in our courthouse with my team and right next to the courthouse was this mcdonald's and i don't like mcdonald's i don't like fast food and i haven't had it for maybe two years or so but just walking past this mcdonald's suddenly made me want to crave it so it's really important for you and your family to to not break into those temptations and those cravings oh right and i think you know having a family or all your loved ones your friends behind you it helps, you know, when you're, yeah. when you're all in it together. You're, I think, less likely to kind of break out of that mission. Yeah, and I was, as I was saying before about friends and working out together at exercise, it's way easier <laughs> to continue being motivated and continue to feel the need to be healthy when other people are encouraging you and saying, no, you shouldn't eat that or no, we need to keep working out together. So it's really good for your whole family to be right, involved. Right, right. Oh, totally. And I think the survey only confirmed that yeah. once again. Well, fascinating stats and research, Henna. I'm really grateful that you've shared all this with us today. Thank I do you. agree. Yeah, I do agree that our families have a huge influence on our choices. And if we have negative role models, we better find positive alternative families to adopt <laughs> or, you know, change up our own family. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Thanks to Star Stuff Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Osteen. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, be kind, be healthy, and enjoy some positive, fun, quality time with your family. Speak up and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. My name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The kids store album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball. And her eyes are set on you. She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall. There's nothing you can do. One time she drew a beat on Fred back when he first moved in. She slung one straight upside his head Fred hasn't played since then We laughed when we first saw her throw With that wind-up fling and twirl Now every single kid I know Tries throwing like that girl But none of us have matched her way Perhaps it's in the eyes She plays, we drop like swatted flies. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary gonna make us fall. It ought to be against the law, she should even play it all. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful.
fold But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat Same thing happens every day Mary puts us in our place Though we try, we cannot get away From that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is She's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does We all line up for the nurse Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary's gonna make us fall It ought to be against the loan She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat When I go out into the world Don't know what job I'll do But I can bet I'm the one girl Who's gonna run a wrecking crew Dodgeball, dodgeball us fall, it ought to be against the law, she should even play it on, dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful, but friend, I wouldn't tell her that, cause she'll wind up hard, she gonna wind up hard, she gonna wind up hard, and you'll wind up flat. The Kid Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to a muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kid Star website www.kidstar.org. <laughs> 